there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on a little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. To get started, I wanted to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publisher. You can find homeschooling resources or resources for encouragement in raising your family um, with biblical tools. So I would encourage you to go check out Apologia.com. Lots of sales going on for this time of year. Go check it out. So today we're going to talk about some more Christmas subjects because we are getting right into the thick of it of the Christmas season. My last episode kind of tackled the um, clutter-free Christmas, so I encourage you to go listen to that one if you haven't already. And today I wanted to talk about Christmas schooling. If you're a homeschooler, how can you school at this time of year, right? Because some of us get very distracted because there's so much stuff going on. But I want to talk about how we can sort of just continue in that season focusing on Jesus and we can sort of intertwine our school and our life and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's actually a wonderful time of year for um, homeschooling. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how we have done Christmas schooling over the years because once December hits I remember when my kids were little I mean pretty much the books went out the window because there was always so much going on in December Um, there was you know little parties going on I remember play group we always had we had a little play group and they were little little parties or you know just different things you're involved in the schedule sort of changes there's a lot of extra activities to do at this time of year and that's wonderful don't shy away from those things because you feel like you're too busy. It's wonderful to actually be able to take a break from the usual schedule of your homeschool and do some of that fun stuff. There's so many different ways to incorporate the Christmas season into your homeschool that it doesn't have to be stressful. In fact, it can be very natural and very enjoyable. I remember thinking in those early years of homeschooling that it was like almost impossible in December to homeschool and I would get so stressed out until I realized a few years into it that, wow, this is actually a wonderful blessing of homeschooling, that we have the flexibility in our schedule so that we can make time and not feel stressed out. We can make time to do the fun things. December is a time where you can sort of put some of the books aside and focus on Jesus. What a blessing in our homeschool that we have that flexibility to really dig in deep and have our kids truly focus on the meaning of the season. So over the years, we have done things differently. I remember in the early years, we actually did, I don't want to say take December off, but we sort of really pare down our regular studies in December, meaning we would just do like our math and our reading, you know, the basic stuff. But then instead of, you know, our usual history and science, those things, especially when they're little, it's okay to take a month off. (laughs) We would sort of put those things aside and do sometimes just, you know, more fun Christmas themed activities. I remember that the year we were studying, um, 
uh, colonial America. And we spent a lot of time actually doing pilgrims and then doing the Revolutionary War, early American history. We spent a lot of time in the early years in that time period. I remember specifically one year we just did in December a colonial Christmas unit study. So what that meant was we did our usual, you know, math and um, language arts and the basics. And then we would pull out the fun activities and learn about what it was like in colonial America and how they study, I mean, how they celebrated Christmas. And that was fascinating. Of course, there's always a lot of Little House on the Prairie to be watched at that time of year, especially the Christmas episodes. They get me every time. Um, But yeah, yeah, so we we even had a little house in the uh, little house in the prairie book, Christmas themed book. I think it was called the Christmas Treasury that we pulled out every year at that time. Speaking of that, there were certain other books that we always just pulled out during that time. One of them was the Tale of Three Trees. I can link for these actually in the podcast. Um, the podcast webpage for this episode because there were some really good books that we would read. Jacob's Gift was one of them. Like I said, The Little House on the Prairie, Treasury. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll link to a lot of these resources in the webpage. So if you have, you know, just creative ways to kind of take maybe the period that you're studying um, and, and like I said, if it's early American history, you can kind of incorporate that into your school and see how Christmas has changed over the the years. One year we did a, a unit study where we were doing more of world history. So at that time we stopped like our usual studies and for December we just looked at how different countries celebrate Christmas, how around the world Christmas looks different. And then of course these are always good times to pray for those who don't know Jesus. Pray for those around the world who don't know Jesus and don't celebrate Christmas. So there's loads of things you can do with that. There's been years where um, there was the one year where we used the Bible as our main textbook. And I talk all about that. Um, I have several blog posts about that. And I have a free ebook outlining how we did that. We used the Bible really as our main textbook for the entire year. All of our history, science, um, language, arts, all of that came from what we were studying in the Bible. And so when we got to Christmas time, to December, we had been studying all of Genesis. And and so we stopped our usual Genesis studies, and then we did just look at the Christmas story in the Bible in Luke. And also, we did a big um, kind of research on all of the prophecies fulfilled through Jesus's birth. And that was a fascinating time for us. I just remember um, really digging in, and we use several resources. Again, I can link those in the podcast episode. Um, so that's another creative way for December. Aside from all of that, you know, what can we study and all that? Maybe you're just looking at, let's have December off, right? We're homeschoolers, and we just want to not even really incorporate it so much in our studies, but we just want to enjoy this time of year, especially if you're a homeschooler who homeschools all year round. You know, you have that flexibility. I know for us, I've talked about this before in the past, that we're like seasonal homeschoolers, I call it. I learned early on the rhythm of our homeschool year. So I sort of plan that December is not going to be like full-blown studies. So I realized for our seasonal studies, September and October are really good months for us because we get off to a really good start. Everybody's ready for a schedule again when school starts up. We're ready to be 
you know, really focused in our studies. And we're not really that busy in those months because a lot of the activities that we do during the year don't take place in those months. All of the friends that go to public school are back in school. So there's, you know, that we're not distracted by that. So we always have really ambitious months in September and October. And then, you know, you always sort of start to feel like it starts to peter out when you get to Thanksgiving time. And that's okay. It's time for a nice break. And then I always know now that December is just a month where I don't need to be ambitious, right? I'm not going to get all those big experiments done. I'm not going to get all those extra crafts in. And so I don't plan a lot. Now I'm talking about a lot um, more for the, the younger grades because now that we also have high schoolers, you know, it's not like I can just say to them, you get December off. But high school is a whole nother ball game. They are completely in control of their schedule and their work. So that's completely different. So no, my high schoolers do not get off in December. But I'm talking about when they were younger and we could sort of have that flexibility um, to sort of plan our months according to the seasonal schedule. And December was more for let's make homemade gifts. Let's write out the Christmas cards. Let's, um, you know, do the baking and the decorating and all those things. I mean, you're still learning and you're still immersed in real life, which I believe is the best classroom for our children. But you're not, you know, in that normal schedule. And you don't have to feel like you've fallen behind if you plan for December to be a light month or even a no school month so keep that in your plans because then I always know in December January is coming and we're going nowhere in January because I don't like to be cold and I don't like to drive in the snow and it's just that month where there's not much going on the holidays are over so then again we can be more ambitious come January and February and March because then we know what's coming spring for our family that means traveling a lot the past few years so we have always tried to be real ambitious in certain months knowing that other months we're going to be real busy so plan for December to be busy and plan to incorporate all of your real life into your uh, lessons and this way you will not feel that stress of trying to keep up with your homeschool during the holidays Christmas is about Jesus Christmas is about Jesus and we are so thankful as homeschoolers that we can really focus on him during the Christmas season. We don't have to be caught up in the hustle and bustle. We can spend time in the Bible. Make December your month where maybe you want to just study the Bible with your kids. How can that not be such a blessing, right? Take time to go against the current, to go against what the the culture tells us that Christmas has to be this busy season full of material things and say, no, we're going to slow it down. We're going to spend our whole morning in the Bible and then in the afternoon do Christmas crafts because guess what? You're still going to be learning so much or we're going to be doing the... Um, you know, whole morning in the Bible. And then in the afternoon, we're going to, you know, go take cookies to the local fire department, or we're going to go do our Christmas shopping and our errands and things like that. So you can really be creative with how you are using your time. The best thing is not to feel like you're falling behind. You can't fall behind when you're focusing on Jesus. Honestly, this is the time of year that we want to focus on him and we want to anticipate. 
and and teach our children the hope that we have in Jesus. Another way to really still focus on the season, but yet still be learning, is you could do hymn studies or Christmas carol studies. How amazing is that, right? Pick out all your favorite carols and study them with your kids. Research who wrote them. If your kids play instruments, they can learn to play them. You guys can sing them together. It's an act of worship, you know, and when they hear these carols all throughout their life, as they get older and older, they'll remember. Remember how we learned about those in school. Because, you know, we hear those songs, but we don't always really think about who wrote it and why and what the words mean. So you can have a ton of learning just from those songs. You know, it's fun. We have um, one of those, like, actual record players. It's not a true vintage record player. It's one that my son, actually, my dear little one, bought it for me last year for Christmas. And, um, you know, it looks like it's vintage, but it's not that kind. (laughs) Because you can actually still like plug in your MP3s to it and all that. But um, it is a record player. And so we got some uh, classic Christmas records this year to play on the record player. And it just feels always so like nostalgic and fun. But there's something about listening to those songs on the record player. So, you know, we've been listening to them. But what a great idea to, like, take a day to, like, say, let's just go and study these songs. And, and of course, many of them point to Jesus and our Savior. And so, again, you are keeping focused on the season, but you are also learning in the process. You're just learning a little bit differently than the other times of the year. You can have your kids write out the words to the Christmas carols, right? And they can practice their handwriting. What a wonderful copy work lesson. Have them write out the words to the songs. There's so many things that you can do at this time of year. Um, one of the, our favorite things to do at this time of year is to bake. Uh, I, I make fudge. It is so incredibly easy. I do like the easy peasy condensed milk with chocolate chips and everybody loves it. And they're like, oh, what's this recipe? This must be so difficult. And I'm embarrassed. It's like three ingredients. But we make that. We package it up in little um you know, little boxes, and we deliver it to various places. And you can, you know, put a little tract in there if you want, or you can just write, you know, something about, you know, Jesus and and the gift at Christmas. And, you know, you can bring it to those places like we always think of this time of year, the fire department and the police department, things like that. But the one year, the first year that we moved into our new home in our new town, and we absolutely love our little town, um, we went and we brought um, some fudge and a plate of cookies to the town hall and we said we're new in town and we love you know we love living here and we just wanted to say thank you for all you do we went to the library and we now we've done this you know several times where we've brought cookies and treats to the librarian and it was funny the first time we did that they looked at us like really you're bringing this to us because I guess nobody had ever done that and I was like well we're homeschoolers and we use the library a lot so we wanted to say thank you bring it to the post office you know they're so busy this time of year because there's lots of extra mail bring it to places you know that maybe you wouldn't always think of of course we have the firemen and the policemen and and, um, all those um really important workers and you know but there's so many other people that can use a little dose of Christmas cheer so be creative think about who you would like to bring to you know to some neighbors 
um, and something like that. Another wonderful thing to do at Christmas time, I encourage you to invite some friends over, whether it be homeschooling moms to get together, you know, the kids can play, the moms can fellowship, or, you know, just women that you want to invite over, maybe sing some Christmas carols, pray together, do a little Christmas prayer time. But I would encourage you don't think about getting like fancy little decorations and making Pinterest perfect recipes. You can get store-bought cookies for all it matters, right? Think about the fellowship. Like, don't worry about having a little hot cocoa bar and it has to be all cute and pretty and da da da. Just say on a spontaneous whim, I'm free this Thursday afternoon. I'm going to email some friends or text some friends. Better yet, I'm going to pick up the phone and call some friends and invite them over just to say, Merry Christmas. Let's get together. doesn't have to be anything creative and fancy. I encourage you to do that without worrying about how your house looks, if you have the perfect decorations, just to do it to focus on people. And you know what? When you have those women over and you're focused on them and not how everything looks in your home, they're going to feel that. And that's a gift. That's a gift you'll give each other. True fellowship. So invite some of the homeschool moms over. Say, bring the kids. Let's let the kids, you know, hang out and um, just get together for the sake of getting together. It doesn't have to be Christmas perfect. Just do it. Have a little prayer time. Say, hey, it's Christmas time. Let's get together and praise God. Let's get together as women and praise God and say, you know, come over to my house between two and three on Wednesday. We're just going to have a little prayer time and praise the Lord and maybe sing some Christmas carols. So there's so many things you can do, and it doesn't sound like school, but it is a great way to incorporate these things at Christmas time without feeling like you're getting behind on school. Because you know what? You're teaching your your kids relationships matter when you're inviting those friends over. You're teaching your children what love thy neighbor looks like when you're bringing treats to people. You know, you're teaching about serving. You're teaching about the really important things. And this is a great time of year where you can do that. And you can kind of step back from the usual schedule and really focus on the meaning of Christmas. Don't get stressed out in your homeschool at Christmas. I used to do that in the early years. I used to be like, oh, we're falling behind and I can't keep up with all the Christmas activities and do school. So you know what? A couple years in, I said, I'm not going to do both. I'm going to use this month to teach my kids, but just teach them differently and to teach them the important things. Christmas is an extraordinary time of year that God would send his son to be born to save us all from our sins. What could be more exciting? And we need to teach our children that, that this isn't just a time of year where we put up the tree and we decorate the house and make everything look so and get stressed out shopping and spend too much money and, you know, feel like we can't keep up and can't wait for it all to be over so that we can just not be so busy. Oh my goodness, no. We want to teach our kids that we can slow down and savor this time of year that we are anticipating with hope that our Savior is born. We don't want to teach our children at this time of year that it's just busy, busy, busy. We want to teach them 
that we are anticipating that Savior. Make an Advent wreath with your children. That's a wonderful way to incorporate Christmas in your homeschool. That's a wonderful craft that you can do. Um, you know, but I encourage you, slow down from the usual stuff. And you're probably thinking, yeah, but I can't. We've got to keep up. We're already behind, right? Trust me, I know. This year, I feel like we are so behind. We had a really bad month in October. We've had a crazy month already, and the month is what? We're five days in. (laughs) We've had a crazy few weeks. Um, We've had a crazy, I would say, since school started this year. We are behind. I get it. But I also trust God. I trust God that we can focus on him and the rest will fall into place, right? Matthew 6.33 says, seek him first. Seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and he will give you all that you need, including your school. I know that it's difficult this time of year. Some of us feel down. Some of us feel stressed. But I know that God does not want that at this time of year. That's what Satan wants because he wants us to distract us. He wants to distract us from the good news of Christmas. He wants us stressed. He wants us busy. He wants us to feel like we're falling behind. That's a lie. We can catch up. January's coming. There's nothing to do in January. You can catch up in January. Hey, buckle down in January. Use it as discipline. And you don't have to not do school at all in December. But what I'm saying is it's okay to loosen the reins a little bit. It's okay. Focus on your Savior and you can't go wrong in your school at Christmas time. So I hope that encourages you in your Christmas schooling. If you want more ideas, I have lots of resources at Bible-Based Homeschooling. Um, It's my other website for homeschooling. Uh, You can check that out. I will link in the website episode for this, um, in the web page for this episode. And I also have lots of articles, podcast episodes, and resources at Simply Living for Him as well. And again, I will include some of my favorite resources in the podcast episode, uh, web page for this episode. So you can find what we've done over the years, but I encourage you focus on Jesus, teach your children about Jesus. You'll be giving them the best gift ever this homeschool year. So thank you for listening, and I wish you blessings and joy.